Uh, we got a bunch of questions for you, Craig, because you are popular. At Lone Star Bait says, who is our under-the-radar X-factor for this Stanley Cup run and why? Also, at what point, we've already discussed this, does someone get retribution on Dumba? I agree with Craig. It could be some point next year. Or if Dumba goes to another team, it might be a moot point. Um, we'll, we'll see. Under the radar? Under the radar today? Yeah. After the after the hit? Tyler no. Sagan. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's what I would, who, who's our under the radar going to, you know, going to have to be, um, it's got to be so, I mean, played really well last back, night. It's Tyler. And I'll tell you what, Tyler will be that guy. And Tyler, what, what I loved about Tyler Sagan's game, all around game was one particular play. And yes, he, it was a goal, but he scored the goal from exactly where Joe Pavelski was mm-hmm. right in front of the net. It was almost like they were doing a tribute last night with all the tips. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was. It was perfect. And, and I, why I think that's important, not just for the team, but it's important for Tyler. I've been on that, that kind of voicing that my opinion of Tyler in the last couple of years, not knowing how tough it was for him to recover from all the injuries that he had, that Tyler needed to start gravitating close, getting, getting more close to that because the, the perimeter stuff wasn't for whatever reason, wasn't working. Tyler kind of gets in there, pucks start going off their feet and off their butt and then get a couple rebounds. And then their confidence starts to come back. So <clears throat> I, I think that, you know, right now, you know, nothing else has really changed except Joe's not in there. Yeah. And, and that's a big, that's a big loss, but they found a way, you know, they found it last night, but I, but I think Tyler can do that. Um, you know, and the other thing is, is, and, and Tyler's pretty good on the faceoffs. Because Dallas has got Dallas has scored the most goals this this year, five on five, off faceoffs. They they were the best team in the NHL with their faceoff setups that translated into goals. And they've got Joe Pavelski that will take it on one side of the ice, and they've got Jamie Ben that takes it on the other side of the ice. And that's how they set up their plays. And now Tyler can can also get into those faceoffs, win faceoffs, and they can still continue with whatever kind of, you know. Uh, a play an execution play right off a of face off. So I think, it, I think there's a lot on Tyler. So brew boy 23 on Twitter thinks we are going to the Stanley cup. What additions Reeves and subtractions do the stars need to make to keep moving forward? Um, since DeBoer is at the helm and wants his style players, you know, I mean, well, I, addition, I think it's too early, but there aren't uh, gonna be, nah, there's no additions. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, there's nothing. It, I, I don't see any additions. I mean, if you're going to call, I mean, I know they called Tufty up. What yesterday was yeah. it? Uh, and then then they talk about him, and then he doesn't play. But I I kind of think that's a well, there's little thing, little games I, that go on in the playoffs too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. The first thing they want to get out there, the size of them, you know, six foot, whatever it is, four or five, two hundred twenty five pounds. And does that be, and again, you have to remember that you get to submit your lineup after the, the visitors submit there. So are you hoping that, Oh, big, big player coming in, we better make an adjustment. Let's pull this player out and put some meat in the lineup. And then days are kind of gone. Yeah. You know, that, that, and, and, and especially, and, and the both GMs and both coaches know all, they know what they're trying to do. So, you know, and if you really want to take out one of your top nine forwards and put a guy in that hasn't played, and whenever, and you're going to stick him into the playoffs and, and he's going to be this heavyweight right now. I can tell you that that's one of the reasons barely Garen went out and got, got Ryan Reed. Yeah. You guys can, you guys can call whatever guy you want up any guy you want in your system. 
that is in the American Hockey League or, or wherever you're going to call them up from, and they are still going to believe we still got the biggest boy on the block. So you go, go, go at it, boys. And uh, he's going to be a non-factor. He should be a non-factor as the, as the playoffs go on, right. especially in today's game. He should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did find it interesting. Every time the Stars scored a goal, I saw either Felino or Reeves on the ice. So they were still trying to establish that physicality. Um, they do, they haven't veered from it. They roll through their yeah. line. That there's some things here I don't understand because you're in the playoffs and you're going to roll through four lines and you're already down Hartman. You know, you're you're down. Uh, who's the other guy? They're down. Oh, Erickson. Uh, uh, yeah, Erickson Eck is down. Yeah. So they're they're not there down the middle of the ice, which is you know an important part. So yeah, yeah. Billy Guerin does deserve credit for uh, an under the radar signing of Gustav uh, Nyquist or a trade deadline deal uh, from Columbus. That was a really nice deal. He's played really well in this uh, in this series. But one move that I think the Stars, to answer your question, Brew Boy, um, will contemplate after watching the play. Maybe we see Dodonov coming back. Um, he's up after this year. You know, Domi's still in question, but the way Dodonov's playing on that Ben and and Wyatt Johnston line's pretty impressive, Luds. Well, he fits in with his speed. I mean, yeah, and he's. I think, I think what's happened to him is he's had a few stops, uh, different teams. Now he's on a good team, and I think, he, and he's thirty three. I think he's like thirty three years old. Um, he's playing with in a system that suits him and, and there's enough, there's enough um, defensive responsibility thinking players that he can play with that allows him to play the way that he wants to. And then on the other side of that, you actually, he, he sees how they're playing at both ends of the rink and it pulls him into playing at both ends of the rink, not just one direction. So, you know, he, he can, he he can he can add to this lineup. I mean, you know, this is kind of like a plug and play lineup. I think with some of the pieces that they have. Yep, yep. Aaron Thacker at Thackman 5 So many questions for Craig Ludwig. You're so popular. How from this experience did you treat road games in the playoffs from both getting ready and the actual playing in the game itself as opposed to home? They're they're actually they're I I, I would find them easier. Um, less distractions. The game is the game. The buildings, uh, you know, in today's game, a little different when I first started. The, I mean, Chicago and Boston, their buildings were smaller and the boards were, they're all cookie, cookie cutter buildings now, right? So the buildings are the same. The ice conditions are, are generally the same, unless you're going to play in Edmonton and, you know, Calgary. Some of those places have really, really fast ice. But, but for the most part, you get in your room, you, you get your meals, you don't have to cook, you don't have to drive anywhere, you don't have the kids, you don't have the wives or girlfriends, whatever. There are no distractions on the road. You've got your team together. Your 23, 24 guys, whatever they're carrying, are together all day long. So I, you know, with the exception of fans, um, which is, I, I had a criticism of our fans because on game one, there were times in that game, I don't think our, our fans understand how, important they actually are and they're more important when things aren't going well than when they are going well and they can they can breathe some life and some energy into the players and they were fantastic last night in game one when things weren't going the right way everything was quiet I was sending text messages to your buddy to change the music never got back to me either I, I wasn't I, I was sitting up there and I'm like 
what the hell are we playing this techno stuff right now? Play, I told them, play some Pantera. Play something to get the fans going right now, to get them into it. I understand the frustration of it and the way it was going. Um, and it wasn't even out of hand. <clears throat> but, but the fans are important. Now, Minnesota has one of the best fan bases in the NHL. So for Dallas to come out tomorrow, they've got to get through those first five minutes of the game. And their, their players will be all revved up. They're a physical kind of team. They're going to want to finish every single check. Everybody knows that now. And so, you know, they've got to, they've got to weather that storm and then just let it, let it build throughout the game. Sam Green at Spamuel Green. He wanted your thoughts on the hit, which you already went into. He also wanted to get your thoughts on Thomas Harley's play thus far. I, you know what, <clears throat> Tom, I liked, I mean, you can see that they like what Harley does. The only, the only concern I have with Harley is some of his reads. He will, if there's a play coming through the middle of the ice and you're and it's, and it's a three on two, for instance, or even if it's a, a two and a half, in other words, your forward is coming back with their third guy coming through the middle of the ice. <clears throat> you can't as a defenseman, especially on the offside of the ice, you have to hold the middle of the ice until you absolutely know that your third player has picked up their guy and what Thomas has done just, and it happened. I saw a couple in the regular season also, and this is a young defenseman. He's going to continue to learn this stuff. And I'm sure they're going over this stuff with them. But what happens is when there's a pass that's made, either it's cross ice or it goes from the middle of the ice to a winger, he will move to him right away without reading that the middle of the ice isn't picked up yet, or that far side isn't picked up yet. And it turns a three on two, what he thinks may be a three on three turns a three on two into a two on one. And, you know, from a defenseman standpoint, when you have an outnumbered rush, your job is to buy time, buy time, keep things on the perimeter of the ice and allow your third guy to get back into the play and pick up some coverage. Sometimes he, when that pass happens, like there, I, I remember one for sure. <laughs> He's looking at the middle of the ice, but our forward was about two to three. It actually was hints. It was last night. Um, Hints was coming through the middle of the ice and it was when Dumba carried the puck through the middle of the ice and um, they scored on that goal. Well, Hints was, Hints wasn't quite there. Now he, he kind of stopped skating also, but he, he can't go to the wall or to where the puck goes until he knows the middle of the ice is picked up. Ultimately he came back. Hints was a little slow on the play. And then it, you know, it popped over to, um, to Otter's left. And that was that little tap in there that made it, I think it was two on one. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but that's, again, those are things that he's going to learn because when you play in the American league and juniors and things like that, you can get away with some of that stuff. This, it happens quicker here, but otherwise he, he tries to be physical. He tries to get up on the play. Um, he's got the size. Um, so I, I, and they, may, I think they made, we talked about this before they made their decision when they kind of, you know, Harley came played what, last 10, 12, 15 games of the yep. regular season, whatever it may be, they were, they were getting him ready for this time right now. Yeah. Yeah, he got some so. second power play. Uh, Sean and I were talking, got some second power play unit time too. So uh, I don't think that happens if he stays with the team all year. I think the seasoning and being the number one top defenseman in Texas really helped, gained a lot of confidence this year. That's uh, right. You, and you've got to give them that time. I mean, you got to let them go through those mistakes. Ideally, you don't want it to happen in the playoffs, <clears throat> but we, we got to remember that this Minnesota wild probably doesn't have as many weapons as whoever they're going to face in the second round, yep. you know, so you can get away with some of that stuff here because you know, their second and third lines may not have that pure scoring ability. Like you may, when you go up to whoever your next opponent may be at Joe underscore Martinez, 88 hashtag October's very own. 
He asked, based off the first two games, what should Stars' game plan be to win the series? Just play your game, and I think you win the series, right, Craig? Yeah, there. I, you know, and again, it, it it's all about the decision making. You know what I mean? Like they they're a team that that has they they've got there right now. They found out who they were throughout the course of this year, and they're a team that wants to play with pace. Um, it's just it's about the other end of the rink. They're, they're going to be able to create some chances. You just want to make sure at this time of the year you're not giving up too many outnumbered chances, even though you've got a really good goalie back there. Um, you know, and just it's all those little details. I am I'm telling you that this is why they played the first 82 games is because they figured out what they can and what they can't do, what their strengths and weaknesses are. Um, you know, and, and I think, you know, in the playoffs, it's, it, it really truly does become special teams and goaltending. And, you know, a, and couple of, yeah, a couple of personal questions to end. Um, David Castillo at David Castillo, AC writes for D magazine. He was wondering the night the Stanley Cup was dented. Who was responsible for that 4 a.m. Burger King mystery bite? Well, it happened before the Burger King. Okay. Did you say mystery bite? Yeah. Was he oh, talking dent? He there. Oh, you talking about the dent? The I don't know. He, say, he says mystery bite. That could have been when I was passed out in the Burger King and somebody had to wake me up. Oh, really? Me I to sleep there. That maybe that because I ordered something. I never get. That was a day of the parade. I was a little late for the parade too. But that, that if he's talking about Burger King, that has nothing to do with the cup. So you were in the takeout line and you fell asleep? No, no, no. I was already sitting down. The last thing I remember, I, I left Vinny's and um, my mom and dad were in town and um, I had stopped for a little bite to eat on the way home. And I think I took a nap and maybe I was woken up. I don't know. Yeah, somebody was waking me up, but I thought it was the people in the uh, I just needed a little nap. I had to get ready for the parade. But I was late for the parade. Actually, I I'm was glad it wasn't box. flashing lights. <laughs> no. <clears throat> well, there, I mean, you know, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> you, if you win those big trophies, it's, I think some people get some, get out of jail. <laughs> I love it. At Sam, I-2-S-S, uh, Amram Sam asks, what was behind Luddy instead of fighting, grabbing a player, can't remember who, around the neck with both hands, trying to choke him into submission? that could have been malty from detroit Uh uh-huh all right give us the circumstances i i don't remember i don't i didn't like the guy at the time he he was one of those he was one of those hit and run kind of guys and he could skate and he he was uh he was always hitting guys from behind i think is what it was and um but but that's all i can remember i'm that may have been who it was i think it was up on the i have a picture of it somewhere somebody has a picture of it somewhere but um I don't know. Okay. I, uh, Brian Waddle, who uh, helps with the Stars broadcast, was wondering. Oh, uh, Waddle. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm a big fan. He's good at golf. Um, He says, he sent me, uh, I don't know if you saw it, Craig, the ESPN clip of Florida and Boston chirping at each other with massive swear words completely going over ESPN. Uh, so he sent that to me. It's hilarious. And he said, yeah, that thing I sent you about chirping, I'd like to hear Craig's response on what's the best chirp you ever brought and what's the best chirp you were ever hit with. Oh, now you'd have to give me time to think. I get chirped all the time. I get chirped at practice every day with our players. The kids chirp you? I got a game tonight and I guarantee I'll get chirped. My own kid, I play with Trevor tonight. He's my partner. I guarantee I'll get chirped by my own kid tonight. You're in a beer league? 
Yeah, we don't call it. Well, okay. yeah, it should be beer league, yeah. But there's a couple of beers sitting on the bench. But it's just a men's it's a men's league. Tonight's a little tonight's a good pace, but um tonight's probably a better pace than I like. Okay, um, so let's so so I'll give you time to think and we can ask on another podcast. Let's just say I'm playing against you tonight. What would be the chirp? If you were playing against me tonight? Yeah, yeah. You're we're on the ice at the same time. Well, I would have def I'd definitely be in the wrong building and on the wrong sheet of ice if you were playing against me. <laughs> and, and and I don't play tennis, but I don't even know how you yeah. I, I'm not sure. All right. Well I can't I'm trying to have this is a bad visual for me to even see you on the ice with with your figure skates on. I would and- not wear figure skates or you quit that. I'm sure you do. There's no way you don't wear figure skates when you skate. Do you skate? Have you skated? Yes. <laughs> With hesitation. He <laughs> well, says, I'm not yes. a pro. It wasn't my, I, you know, I, I don't want to speak out of turn, but yeah, I mean, clearly I was not the best skater. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, I, no, you, Trust me, there'd be so I wouldn't even have to chirp you because everybody else would be doing it. So I would, to be honest, I would just sit back and smile at the things that I hear. They would probably blame me for having you even out there, but and but you would never be out. This this is this would be no environment for you. Okay, so how do I earn my keep with you and Trevor? Let's say that you guys are like respect. Continue to bring us beer. Okay. All right. I can do that some night. That would be the easiest. That would be the best way is for every time we come back after a few shifts, you come walking down with a fresh can of Miller Lite. Okay. And Trevor and I, you could, you could hang with Trevor and I at any, any time you'd like. We will do that one night. It's all on me, Craig. My (laughs) wallet is your wallet. The listeners have been hearing this line for years now. (laughs) I'm, 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 all you have to do is hang out with me, and we'll make it happen. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll use some more of your gift cards that don't work. Oh Those no, are... no, no, no! That's uh, that's behind the scenes. That was a mistake, Craig. You don't bring that stuff up. Yeah, I do. Oh, well, I'm I'm but gonna you get you a new gift button, card, so I'm sure it won't even make. No, it No, it'll air. make it. No, it'll it's clean. Good. It's clean. It's clean. Yeah. 